the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Florida reporting 10,300 new coronavirus infections today. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. A lot of the cases are in that between 15 and, uh, and 54, uh, which, as you can see, you know, those are not the age groups that are producing uh, significant fatalities. In fact, if you're, if you're under 55 and you don't have significant comorbidities, uh, the fatality rate for this is incredibly, incredibly low. Florida's Disney World starting a phased reopening today. It follows an almost four-month shutdown. After commuting the 40-month prison sentence of veteran Republican political consultant Roger Stone, who was caught up in the Russia probe, President Trump talking about the case today, again calling the Russia probe a witch hunt. He says it's something that should never have happened. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. President Trump's magnificent Independence Day speech at Mount Rushmore was maligned by elite media. President Trump never mentioned any dead Confederates. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, the best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities, is on AM 1280, The Patriot, and it just happens to be coming up next. You can join us here with Mitch Berg coming up live here on AM 1280, The Patriot, next, and Brad Carlson on Sundays at 1 p.m. as well, right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Now look at your weather forecast here from the Homestead Road Weather Center. A high of 82 today, slight chance of thunderstorms tonight. Then tomorrow, nothing but sunshine with a high of 83. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Wind Beneath the Right Wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, the Patriots, since 2004, dominating Twin Cities media of all kinds. Paper? Done it. Radio? Done it. TV? Oh, yeah. TV definitely dominated them, too. We got them all. Uh, Brad Carlson and I, uh, and of course our good friend King Banyan, uh, I myself uh, heard Saturdays here from 1 to 3, as you are right now. Uh, Brad, tomorrow from 1 to 3 on AM 12A, The Patriot. King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessmen. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network dominating Twin Cities Radio for almost a generation. We're almost there right now. Uh, 
and it's been a big couple of weeks. I, I did my special, well, 4th of July half broadcast last week. I'm, I'm told that there was a bit of not necessarily timeless information about in there uh, in last week's broadcast about a, a band gig coming up the following weekend. And it was, in fact, uh, from a couple of years ago, uh, a year, one or two years ago, I forget. But as luck would have it, we've got some updates on that front as well. I had despaired of having any gigs for my band uh, for the rest of this year, and that, most fortunately, will not be the case. Oh, stay tuned for details on that. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll be back with more details on that as well. My blog, shotinthedark.info, uh, five mornings a week, uh, the latest on, well, whatever I want to cover. It's my blog, and I'll write about what I want to. At any rate... Two weeks worth of news to catch up on here, and Vucica Pesta, is it ever good stuff? Uh, we've, I, I don't even know, I, I, could, I could really just use a payback on those two hours I didn't do last week, because I've got enough material, folks. I have to say, I have become, uh, over the over years of watching politics, especially Republican politics in the Twin Cities metro area, I, I have become a bit of a, well... You could say a cynic, and really, cynicism is pessimism plus experience. Uh, It's perhaps cynicism is pessimism plus uh, ample justification for the pessimism over time. I don't know. Define it any way you want. I'm sure there's philosophers out there who will do a better job than I. But I, I wrote a piece on my blog last week. On Tuesday, I believe it was, Tuesday, yep, Tuesday, open letter to President Trump, uh, in which I I wrote to our president uh, under my usual imprint as an irascible peasant and someone who, to be quite frank, voted for Scott Walker as a write-in in in the 2016 election, uh, about Governor Klink's uh, disaster request. And, And I wrote, Mr. President, I'm sorry? I'm sorry, Governor Waltz. No, I, I don't, did I say Colonel Clink? Oh, I'm sorry, I mixed the two up. I don't know why. Anyway, I wrote last week, Mr. President, <clears throat> this past week, Governor for Life Waltz asked you to declare Minneapolis and St. Paul disaster areas. And let's make no mistake, they are. But they're a disaster area entirely due to generations of DFL policy, decades of mismanagement, and a week of seemingly assessing the situation during the various riots and one would think selecting the stupidest, most self-destructive response available and possible. I mean, they stood by while looters ravaged East Lake and, by the way, my neighborhood, University Avenue, Snelling Avenue in, in St. Paul, the Midway. They evacuated the third precinct hours before the rioting restarted. Governor Waltz, for his part, sent in a a, a token force of National Guard, 500, nearly a day and a half after Mayor McDreamy's half-hearted request, and basically hit under the table as as that force and the few Minneapolis cops who were left along East Lake Street got chased all the way down to Nicollet. They responded literally two days late, really three days late with effective force. There wasn't an effective force on the ground in Minneapolis until, what, Saturday? I mean, the rioting started on Wednesday. The, the, the killing of George Floyd was Monday. The first rioting and looting of the Target on East Lake and the first beginning opening stages 
of the, the battle around the third precinct started on Wednesday. Thursday, the rioting moved to St. Paul and burned down a fair chunk of East Lake Street and led to the evacuation in a story that, to the best of my knowledge, I broke nationwide uh, on shotinthedark.info, led to the evacuation on Thursday afternoon of Memorial Week uh, of the 3rd Precinct. Friday morning, 500 National Guard troops joined the Minneapolis Police Department's long after they could have done any good, and the rioting continued that night, naturally. It wasn't until Saturday there were enough guard in town to really truly flood the zone and, and provide an effective resistance to the rioters. Oh, yeah, and let's not forget, the, uh, the, the mayor, effective with the full blessing and, let's be honest, connivance of Governor Klink, uh, gave the rioters, in the immortal words of the, the mayor of uh, Baltimore, quote, space to destroy, end quote, at their will. I mean, basically turned Lake Street, the Longfellow and Powderhorn and uh, Southern Phillips neighborhoods into a, a free loot zone. Oh, and they tried to find the fob, <laughs> the blame off for their malfeasance on <clears throat> white supremacists when... I'm here to tell you, anyone looking at the graffiti could have told you that it was the, well, they got the white part right, but the radical far left, uh, the, quote, anti, end quote, fa, and people like them, which really means the children and nephews of the states and the country's leftist elite. I mean, let's be honest, knowing that even if Minneapolis is burned down to the last vertical stick and the earth is salted beneath the city's feet, keeping the Minnesota DFL's progressive wing fat and happy and out of jail is the real priority for the city of Minneapolis, for its elected leaders. So, just as the insurance companies won't cover your damage to your house if you take a sledgehammer to your own walls and your countertops and your bathroom fixtures, they won't. I mean, if you were to pick up a sledgehammer and go... I'm going to give myself room to destroy and just start walloping on your, your, your drywall and your, your ceilings and your plaster and your, and your granite countertops and your toilets and sinks and go, hey, insurance company, you want to bail me out? And the insurance company would look at that and say, you, you destroyed your own house with complete forethought and you want us to cover it. And uh, professionalism would probably prevent them from laughing in your face. But they'd at least figuratively laugh in your face. Just as there's no way the insurance company would bite off, would sign off on that, there is no way that taxpayers of the United States, or for that matter, greater Minnesota, should be on the hook for six decades of DFL stupidity in Minneapolis and, to a great extent, St. Paul. No way. I mean, whenever these people win an election, they chant (laughs) on social media and literally in person in some cases, quote, we own this town, end quote. They're pretty happy about it. They love to point it out to the few Republicans left in this town that that, they own this place. When the DFL says jump, Minneapolis and St. Paul say, off what? Well, you do own this town. 
both of them. And paying federal tax money to compensate for the stupidity of both mayors, but especially Mayor Fry, and especially his city council, although they're both equally to blame. I mean, both of them, Mayor Fry, who, to his credit, did initially, once upon a time, run on a platform of trying to reform Minneapolis's police department, which is actually too far to the right for the city council and, and a good chunk of the Minneapolis DFL these days. Uh, that's all the credit I'm going to give him. And the Minneapolis city council is too far to the left. I mean, they seem to be in a battle to see who can, who can outdo each other for extremist insanity with Seattle and Portland and Berkeley. And it's a tight, tight fight. So, as they say, they own these towns. This was in the open letter I wrote to the president, which I'm modestly comfortable he didn't read. But the idea that paying federal tax money to ameliorate the stupidity of the mayor and the city council who spent their entire terms in office basically inviting anti-fa and other people who aren't officially members of, quote, anti, end quote, fa, but basically are still the direct action thug arm of the left, frequently white, generally educated, frequently intensely entitled, possessed of urban progressive privilege so dense it can barely be measured. The idea of paying, after paying tax money, if you are part of a jurisdiction, a state, an area of the country that has a two-party system of government that holds government accountable is injustice of an especially gross order. Mayor Fry and his city council went out of their way to welcome the crazies to the Twin Cities. And he, he's, and they were proud of it. I mean, during the Trump rally last year, uh, they, they, were, they were proud to welcome, quote, anti, end quote, fa to Minneapolis and basically declared open season on Trump supporters. They made it very, very clear that it was a sanctuary city for lefty thugs. That's it. And the news that came out of this, I got to say, surprised even me. We'll come back to that when we come back, uh, as well as to your phone calls, the 651 289 4488. That's the number to call. We'll be talking about Governor Klink's application to the feds for federal disaster relief when we come back. Hey, a, a application that I urged in an open letter this past week to the president that the president reject, reject with prejudice, reject. Well, if it were me, I'd reject it with a hearty ha 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 ha. But fortunately, well, we'll come back to that in a moment, here, as well as your phone call, 651 289 4488. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N A R N Show. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network Show on Twitter. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let's. Take a break, and we'll come back with your phone calls and whatever else you want to bring to the broadcast uh, when we come back from that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme in the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true, breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rhys-Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with promo code Minneapolis. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com. Promo code Minneapolis. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your student's first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, so... In the first segment, we talked about my what I thought was a almost a hopeless request, a hope against hope that the president would and the and the executive branch of the federal level would look at Governor Waltz's I'm sorry, <clears throat> Governor for Life Waltz's demand that the taxpayers of the United States bail out Minneapolis for the inevitable results of sixty years of complete malfeasance of basically doing everything that the city government could to 
instigate its own destruction, or at least the destruction of the poor immigrant neighborhoods uh, of East Lake Street, uh, and and uh, just like uh, just like North Minneapolis was destroyed, at least Broadway was destroyed, Plymouth Avenue, I guess, was destroyed fifty years ago. I mean, when the radical children of the Democrat elite want to let off some steam, it doesn't happen in Uptown. It doesn't happen uh, along Central Avenue, uh, the newly hipsterized Central Avenue. No, it it happens where the poor immigrants try to ply their trades. And I thought it was just a futile request because I thought this sort of thing would be... Uh, the, the deep state would approve this per force because, of course, Waltz and Fry are, are eager apprentices of the deep state, along with the uh, city council in Minneapolis or the Chamber of Unicorns, as I like to refer to them. Well, imagine my shock. The federal government, this according to the Star Tribune this morning, the federal government has denied Governor Tim Waltz's request for aid to help rebuild and repair Twin Cities structures that were damaged in the unrest following George Floyd's death. Waltz asked President Donald Trump to declare a, quote, major disaster for the state of Minnesota in his request to FEMA on July 2nd. More than 1,500 buildings were damaged by fires, looting, and vandalism in the days of unrest that followed Floyd's May 25th death in Minneapolis police custody, racking up more than $500 million in damages, according to Governor for Life Waltz. Quote, the Governor for Life is disappointed that the feds declined his request for financial support, said Waltz spokesperson Teddy Chan in a statement. Quote, as we navigate one of the most difficult periods in our state's history, we look for support on our federal government to help us through. Now, in a perfect federal world where Mitch Berg is calling the shots, that support from the federal government would come in the form of an avalanche of Republican campaign funding to Lacey Johnson in the 5th Congressional District and to anybody the Republican Party can scrape together to run against the establishment in Minneapolis. Locals, of course, People who have seen the light after watching the the DFL's utopian dream for Minneapolis, especially the immigrant neighborhood of Minneapolis, get destroyed by the DFL's idiot children and nephews and some people from the community who saw some opportunities to blow off a little bit of quarantine steam, let's be honest. But most of the damage, I'm fairly confident in saying the most organized, concentrated damage was the white, upper-middle-class, educated, entitled children of the DFL's elite. The people like Woody Kane, uh, who we talked about in previous weeks here. 651-289-4488. I, myself, have had my faith ever so slightly renewed, hearing that the uh, the president and, the administ- and FEMA has rejected the governor's application for uh, to, uh, for a de- declaration of a, of a disaster area in Minneapolis. DFL, you broke it. <laughs> you pay for it. Uh, who, who we is, well, we'll get back to that. But let's go to the phones. Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, Mark in St. Louis Park, you are on the air. Go right ahead. Mitch, uh, thanks for taking my call. Another great show. Um, Thank you. Today was my- Today is my dad's birthday. He was uh, born on July 11. He died 11 years ago. But what you were just saying about about the Trump administration and the subject you're saying hits home 100% to me. When I used to mow the the lawn for my dad, 
and he'd give me X money, X amount of money, but I'd ask for more money. He'd use a term, I'm Jewish, he'd use a Yiddish term, you've got a lot of chutzpah, <laughs> to even ask, to ask for more money. It, it means, like, you've got a lot of nerve. And what, oh, yeah. what, you're, what, what you're saying right now uh, was, was, was uh, perfect, a perfect memory of my dad when I would ask for something outrageous. So I tied in just with what you're saying, and thanks so much for that. So just trying to let you uh, a little the sidebar that uh, you would always use that term. You've got a lot of chutzpah for actually for something that you don't deserve. That's so, right. Thank you very much. And the oh, Yiddish language, your di- absolutely appreciate it, as always. Uh, thank yeah. you for your call, Mark. Uh, and the Yiddish language has a lot of great terms for this sort of thing. I mean, something about Yiddish, which, by the way, as as a not native but modestly well educated speaker of German, I, I can understand a certain amount of Yiddish. And Yiddish is to subtle insults what Chicago English is to swearing. People in Chicago, at least people speaking the traditional Chicago accent, uh, bring a, a, a gusto to cursing that I think only Philadelphia can rival. And the Yiddish dialect of, of Eastern European German uh, is is wonderful as well for just portraying mild disapproval and 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 and, and, and uh, ridicule. Uh, and chutzpah is a great term for that exactly. So yes, and, and as Mark pointed out, uh, the president has done what every good father did when when some kid did something stupid, wasn't aware of the consequences, or at least profligate. Uh, doesn't have to be stupid. Although in this case, <laughs> if the uh, if the flame retardant boot fits, wear it. Uh, what every good father does when when their kid tries to have their cake and eat it too. It's like, oh, you you, you got to live within your means, Sparky. The disaster. Let's make sure we're clear on this. And just to reset, if you weren't around in the first segment. The federal government has denied Governor Waltz's July 2nd request for aid to help rebuild and repair the Twin Cities infrastructure. $500 million worth of damage that was caused, let's be honest here, by 60 years of DFL governance that has been swerving exponentially and remorselessly and unstoppably, so it would seem, to the left. Decades of mismanagement a toxic culture run by white liberals, people who are more concerned with virtue trumpeting than with help competence. And forget about justice. And of course, by a city that simultaneously has spent the last four years at least rolling out the red carpet rolling out the red carpet for the most most wretched examples of extremism. I mean, Mayor Fry, those of you who are paying attention to the show last uh, fall, winter, when, when the president came to town for his last rally, and Mayor Fry all but said, sorry, uh, sorry, Trump supporters, we can't possibly protect you from the righteous wrath of the citizens of Minneapolis. Meaning, of course quote, anti, end quote, fa, meaning, of course, every depraved far lefty that felt like coming out and, and attacking uh, physically, forget about verbally, physically attacking Trump supporters, almost always, by the way, small swarms of them ganging up on 
on on small isolated individuals or small groups. I remember one episode of a, of a particularly courageous <laughs> uh, protester uh, walking up behind a couple, uh, kind of a big-looking guy and a, and a woman that were walking to the rally, and three or four of them walked up behind the couple and sucker-punched the woman in the head from behind. Now, it's, it, it's typical, by the way, if you recall, back in 2017, our good friend Preya Samsundar, who was working for Alpha News at the time, was reporting on a, quote, anti, end quote, fa rally at the state capitol and was basically followed to her car and tacitly and not so tacitly threatened by five or six, quote, male, end quote, quote, anti, end quote, fa members. A lot of qualifications there do try to keep up. I mean, any guy, any group of six guys who have to trail a five foot six inch woman uh, to try and intimidate her aren't really male. I mean, even one on one, that's not really a primary male trait that anyone cares to dignify with anything short of, of derision. And it is them I am deriding. And with a typical conservative woman, one of our women is usually equal to five or six of their, quote, men, end quote, in an up-and-up fight, which is why they gang up. Anyway, this disaster was caused by 60 years of DFL governance, uh, a government that has been <laughs> growing exponentially more extreme. I mean, the exponential growth has not happened with the COVID uh, numbers in Minnesota. It's happened with political extremism on the left. And it's a toxic culture run by white liberals more concerned with trumpeting their virtues than actually, you know, governing a city. And of course, I mean, they've been rolling out the carpet for young, largely white, largely upper middle class, largely educated, intensely entitled radicals who are the direct action arm of the DFL, which the city was packed full of when the mayor made his decision to abandon East Lake Street to them. So the good question is, why should the American taxpayer, especially those who work hard to support competent government, almost invariably in red states, red cities, pay for the DFL's decades of depraved indifference to their own incompetence? The only just answer to that is not at all. Not at all. No reason whatsoever. 651-289-4488, the number to call. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. One of the things American Pressure offers is a complete pressure washer trailer. That means there's a water tank, hose reels, and everything else you need to do mobile cleaning where you've got the dirt. We've got them available for rent, lease, and purchase. And we'll customize a solution for you if we don't have it on our show floor. Stop in today to find out more. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. 
The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Dreesline, our guest like bow hunting expert, Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick, Sharon Staitler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570. Armchair psychologists have tried and failed to throw doubt on President Trump's sanity, but there's a new book that puts truly insane rulers in historic perspective. It's called History's Nine Most Insane Rulers. Author Scott Rank has unearthed the real lives of the nine most mentally unbalanced leaders through the ages. Some suffered from schizophrenia, like King Charles VI of France, who thought he was made of glass. Then there's Ottoman Sultan Ibrahim, the first who practiced his archery skills by pointing his arrows at his palace servants. And how about the president for life of Turkmenistan, who named the days of the week after himself. There's a serious side to all this. Power can be addictive and destructive for those who hold on to it for too long. This book, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers, takes an in-depth look at the toxic mixture of absolute power and insanity. Are insane rulers a relic of the age of monarchs? Get the surprising answers in the new book, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers by Scott Rank. Order it today at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Welcome back. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Patriot Fan Club is the way to get the inside line on all of the goodies that this station offers, uh, that Salem Communications, all of our entire family of stations uh, offer here in the Twin Cities. Go to AM12A, the Patriot. Just sign up. It's, it's all the fun and benefits of a, uh, of, of a card program, a reward card program, without having to haul that heavy, bulky card around in your wallet. So uh, go to am12athepatriot.com, get involved. There's so much cool stuff going on out there, and you can get in on every last bit of it. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. We've got all sorts of uh, all sorts of news. We'll, we'll, we'll go out to Twitter in a moment here. We've had an interesting conversation going on out there today. But uh, talking about the federal government turning down Governor for Life Waltz's disaster emergency request, request that uh, the president uh, declare Minneapolis uh, a disaster area and open the floodgates of federal support to bail the city out of its own decades of stupidity uh, we'll we'll talk about that much more but let's go to the phones st louis park rick welcome to the northern alliance radio network you are on the air go right ahead another st louis park caller huh that's right <laughs> take it away 
Anyway, yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's great that Trump is denying the city that money. Uh, I'm a firm believer in restitution. I mean, we have video of these looters and burners. Put yep. them in jail and let them pay off their debt, and then they can let them out of jail. And we certainly yep. know the Democrats will certainly not uh, agree with that concept because they're, uh, you know what I mean. I do. Their attitude is that these, these poor, poor burners and looters, you know, how are they going to survive in prison? Well, and and of course, the the main attitude is that they, they at least some of them shouldn't be going to prison at all uh, because they are, as we found out with the quote anti end quote fad that attacked the March for Trump uh, March fourth nineteen uh, rather two thousand seventeen rally at the Minnesota State Capitol, where where one of the accused uh, was the son of Hillary Clinton's vice presidential candidate Tim Kaine, uh, Woody Kaine, uh, just. Going out there beating up on on defenseless, uh, not defenseless, but uh, unsuspecting uh, Republican rally goers in the Minnesota State Capitol. These people are, at least the organizers and and the the people bringing the most concentrated damage. These people are the children, the idiot nephews, the, the grandchildren in some cases of the political power structure in this city. No way they're right. going to want them to go to jail. I mean, the city prosecutor will never do lunch at the athletic club again if, if any of them gets a finger laid on them. You know this as well as I do, Rick. Well, this is my question, too, and I'm not sure this is true or not, but I had heard that the governor's daughter had been tweeting, uh, you know, obviously on Twitter, to rioters and looters and letting them know that the National Guard was not coming that night so they can continue to do what they were doing. I'm not sure how true that is, but that's what I'd read on Facebook. I read uh, on Facebook, actually read uh, the governor's daughter's tweets, and it didn't seem like it was anything that wasn't available to the public. I could be persuaded otherwise. But the tweets that I read from the governor's daughter looked like it, what, she wasn't saying anything I didn't know myself from my own position. I, if someone has any deeper insight on this, I'd be more than, more than interested in hearing it here. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if, you, if you'd like to join us. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Uh, we, we've, we've had a couple of people writing in here. Let's see. I, I, regarding my example of asking one's insurance company to pay for one's own destructive spree inside one's own house, uh, commenter Boogie Finger writes, um, my kitchen is colonial and misogynistic. You know, with the right insurance company, that might actually work. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call, or you can also join us on Twitter at hashtag n a r n show. Operators are standing by any way you want. And by the way, if you don't, I know it's a gorgeous day out there. Uh, I, I I wouldn't be hanging around the phone, but feel free. I, I, the, the show feels great when people call in, so thank you all. Before the break, I pointed out that. And as I do, by the way, practically every show when talking about Minneapolis and or St. Paul, I talk about the, the ravages of decades of single-party Democrat rule. And, and I, I say single-party rule because, in theory, single-party rule isn't, bad, isn't a good thing no matter who the party is. I mean, I mean, Germany started to go really, really wrong when one party took over all governance there after 1933. We know who they were. By the way, they were not on the right. They were a left-wing organization, the Nazis. But I digress. Same with the Soviet Union, you know, Russia, until, well, until it became a one-party state. Same with pretty much every major American city. I mean, you have to go all the way down to Jacksonville, 
to find a Republican mayor or Republican-ish mayor in a major American city. And by the way, Jacksonville, perfectly well-run city. Uh, they think it's, it's, you don't see an awful lot of drama in Jacksonville. I mean, you see Floridians being Floridian, but otherwise you have a, a city government that seems to be relatively accountable for its actions, something you don't get in Minneapolis or New York or Los Angeles or San Francisco or Seattle or Baltimore or D.C. or Newark or Camden or Cleveland or Detroit or New Orleans or Atlanta or Minneapolis. Did I say Minneapolis twice? I believe I did. It's the city so not nice, we said it twice. Anyway, it's gotten to the point where even some of the parties to the problem on the left are chiming in and doing their little bit to shove Mayor Fry and perhaps some of his supporters under the bus or perhaps under the blue line train. Let's, let's be in vogue here. Uh, case in point, I don't have a lot in common with uh, former Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges. In fact, her four years in office were a nonstop parade of material on the hoof, as they say. I took my fair and thoroughly justified share of shots at the former mayor during her four years in office. Now, in her years out of office, and there have been two of them so far, although Mayor Fry's tenure in office seems so much longer, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, he's I, I, As much material as Betsy Hodges left me uh, in her public life, uh, Mayor Fry, Mayor, mayor Jacob McDreamy Fry, has, has been even more so. I mean, I feel like there's been twice as much to talk about during uh, Mayor Fry's two years in office as there ever was during Betsy Hodges' four years in office. And it just keeps on going. But I have struck up the occasional conversation with the former mayor during her years out of office, and it seems that we share two things in common. Our mutual love of Bruce Springsteen's album Darkness in the Edge of Town, which I think we both agree is the greatest album in the history of Uh, of American rock and roll. And we found out this past week, uh, criticism of the white, quote, progressives, end quote, unicorn dust approach to social issues, especially racism. Uh, She wrote an op-ed in the Star Tribune this past week, from which I will quote, as the mayor of Minneapolis from 2014 to 2018, as a Minneapolis City Council member for eight years before that, and as a white Democrat, I can say this. White liberals, despite believing we are saying and doing the right things, have resisted the systemic changes our cities have needed for decades. We have mostly settled for illusions of change, like testing pilot programs and funding volunteer opportunities. These efforts make us feel better about racism, but fundamentally change little for the communities of color whose disadvantages often come from the hoarding of advantage by mostly white neighborhoods. Which, in Minneapolis, by the way, means mostly white neighborhoods populated by, well, Betsy Hodges and her most ardent supporters and her fundraising base. And, by the way, those of Jacob Fry as well and those of R.T. Ryback before both of them, and those of, who was the mayor before that, Jackie Cherry Holmes before all of them? Back to Betsy Hodges, and I quote, In Minneapolis, white liberals I represented as a council member and mayor were very supportive of summer jobs programs that benefited young people of color. 
I also saw them fight every proposal to fundamentally change how we provide education to those same young people. Teachers unions, anyone? They applauded restoring funding for the rental assistance hotline. They also signed petitions and brought lawsuits against sweeping reform to zoning laws that would promote housing affordability and integration. Okay, so the mayor is doing her best the former mayor, I should say, is doing her, her best to, to show that there is a problem with the white liberal power structure in Minneapolis. Doesn't mean she's got the right answers here, but we'll take what we can get at this point, right? I continue to quote from uh, former Mayor Hodges. Nowhere is the dynamic of pervers- preserving white comfort at the expense of others more visible than in policing. Whether we know it or not, white liberal people in blue cities implicitly ask police officers to politely stand guard in predominantly white parts of town where the downside of bad policing is usually inconvenience and to aggressively patrol the parts of town where people of color live, where the consequences of bad policing are fear, violent abuse, mass incarceration, and too often death. Underlying these requests are the flawed beliefs that aggressive patrolling of black communities provides a wall of protection around white people and our property. Well, of course, the mayor, former mayor, is showing a bit of her progressive myopia about the subject. I mean, you can believe one of two things. You can believe the police are patrolling neighborhoods with crime problems because those neighborhoods are full of black people, not white liberals. Or you can believe that they are patrolling the neighborhoods that have the crime problems where you have a small but significant minority that lives by preying on the community. And by the way, I'm going to suspect that if you ask the average black resident of North Minneapolis uh, if they want the police removed or not, you'd get a, a hearty heck no. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad, a funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Minneapolis. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 
That's 800-482-8399. Relief Factor, effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks and my pain was gone and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com. And then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget that voice you just heard, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Is going to be uh, joining with Mike Lindell this coming December 2nd through 11th, uh, 2020, on the Stand with Israel tour. You can stand, you can ride on the bus, you can take the train hither and yon throughout the Holy Land, visiting the, the birthplace of modern Christianity uh, and Judaism, and really pretty much the philosophies of the Western world, with two of the smartest people in said world, Dr. Gorka. <laughs> I kid because I love. And uh, Mike Lindell, the, the maker of the best pillow you'll ever own. I, I own a couple of them and I gave them to all my family for Christmas. And I totally do it again if they didn't already have all the pillows they need. Anyway, uh, Stand With Israel Tour. Go to am12vthepatriot.com. Look for the Stand With Israel banner. Click on it. Do your thing. Anyway, we've had a couple callers here who didn't want to go on the air. The first one uh, asked, did the government give a reason as to why they won't send Waltz the money? I haven't seen one. I just saw this uh, breaking as I uh, got ready to go on the air today. I haven't dug into it especially. I'll, I'll find out. This will no doubt be something I write about this coming week on ShotInTheDark.info. Uh, Brad Carlson, if he has information, who knows? Maybe he'll talk about it tomorrow. We shall see. Brad, sorry. Don't mean to stack your show for you here. Uh, another caller <clears throat> asked a question. And, and um, I'll, before I answer the question, I, I'd like to ask her a rhetorical question. We've heard a lot of people uh, protesting about systemic racism in the Twin Cities this past month. Uh, systemic racism or institutional racism, racism of all kinds, all the racisms. And if someone were to answer that complaint, those protests, by saying, well, if you don't like it here in Minnesota, why don't you move back to Chicago or Mississippi? <laughs> what would you say to that person? You would say, wow, you are truly a mouth-breathing troglodyte with deep intellectual opportunities. That's what you would say to someone who, was, who said that sort of thing. If, if you hear the protests of, of Native Americans in the Twin Cities about some of the, the abuse they receive, and you say, well, why don't you go back to the reservation? <laughs> you would say, wow, that's 
that's an unbright thing to ask someone. Now, and, and, and by the way, that, that made me sound a little disrespectful towards uh, the next caller, who didn't want to go on the air or leave a name, but, and, and so don't take any mocking or ridicule. And when I, uh, who, when I refer to this caller who asked, quote, if liberals are so stupid and the city uh, stinks, why don't you move back to North Dakota? That's where the Republicans should go. That was the question that I was given. Uh, they didn't want to leave a name or come on the air, which is a shame. Because, again, uh, people who disagree with me or, or wish to question me you know, on this level, uh, my producers all have the standing orders to, to get you to the front of the line. You get on the air, you, you get first-class treatment, like, like on the Stand with Israel tour, only without the food or the, the traveling or the airfare. Anyway, uh, if liberals are stupid and the city reeks, why don't I move back to North Dakota is the question. And the, the answer is, because I have a stake in this place. I've been here for 35 years, a, a lifetime in, in some parts of the world. I've raised my family here. I have put my kids through a variety of different schools in this city. I have paid a lot of taxes as someone with an inc uh, who is blessed with an income far beyond what I would have ever expected when I got out of high school or college, I have paid a proportionate, shall we say, progressive share of the tax burden in this state, in this city, in this place. I'm a voter who has made his home in St. Paul's Midway, in the same house for 20, uh, 25 years now. 25 years now, and in the Midway neighborhood for the better part of 33 years. And in Minneapolis, just down the street from the 3rd Precinct, for a number of years before that, also some time in Northeast and out on the East Side. I have been a part of the community. I've contributed to the community. I have invested myself, the fruits of my labor, the love of my family and my time in this city, starting at a time when things were ridiculously left of center, but not quite as depraved as they are today, and continuing to the present day, where I still live here in the Midway, three blocks from the nearest burned-out building, still a pile of rubble, by the way, although they are rebuilding, Six blocks from the combat zone. So, why don't I move back to North Dakota where all the Republicans belong? I earned it. Make me. I may walk away someday, but I'll be damned if I run. Sure ain't going to be someone who dials and dashes on a talk show that makes me move back to North Dakota, if that's the intent. I was here first, Sparky, and I'll be here long after you pack up and move out to Burnsville. Nothing wrong with Burnsville. Good friend, uh, Kyra Schultz, helps run that place and has done a fine job. Point being, I have, just as the minority in any city, just as, uh, just as any minority in any political 
system has the right to an opinion, the right to speak, the right to petition for the redress of grievances, the right to criticize leaders that they didn't elect. I have that right. We Republicans, we dissenters, we the actual resistance in Minneapolis and St. Paul have the right. And you may not know this, but the obligation to resist, to fight the good fight, to try to hold the rapacious, thoughtless, entitled, urban, progressive, privileged, sotted ruling class to account. It's an uphill battle that is stipulated. <laughs> if it wasn't an uphill battle, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Why don't I move back to North Dakota? And by the way, it's entirely possible that the intention of the caller wasn't to make me move. I have a number of friends who have departed the Twin Cities and Minnesota and moved to the Dakotas in particular because of their pro-liberty, low-tax stances and their dominance by solid, competent Republicans. And if I've misapprehended your question, and your question was more like, hey, why don't you join all the cool kids getting out? Again, I leave my options open. There are days when Hudson looks mighty tempting. Good, solidly Republican northwestern Wisconsin. So yeah, there may come a day when I walk away. But I'm not going to run. And who knows, seeing firsthand, close up, the complete collapse of any legitimacy of liberal progressive government in Minneapolis and St. Paul just might be starting some of the DFL's constituencies into thinking, yeah, maybe we have been led down the primrose path to a phony, unobtainable utopia by people who do not deserve our support. Maybe, God willing. Uh, When we come back, Doug Willits running for Minnesota State Senate in District 51. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. The people in this movie share three things in common. They're courageous. They've had a life-changing experience. And... They are black American conservatives. These are the voices of the movie, Uncle Tom. I don't remember the actual day, but I remember the emotion that I felt when it, when it happened. I'm often asked, was there an epiphany? I started asking questions. As I became more politically aware. A lot of the way that I saw things began to change. All of this information I've been taking in for several years. A continuation of these kind of contradictions. I had bought into all of these lies. You begin to see what the real agenda is. This is the movie the leftist Democrats do not want you to see. These are the people they do not want you to hear. Their stories will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. Their courage will challenge you. Go to UncleTom.com. Buy it now on pay-per-view. UncleTom.com. Do you have the courage to discover the truth? This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. 
MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. AM 1280, the